Here's a message from Ken Lavica. How do we really feel about sportsmanship? Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. And you mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Man, Joanna Howard has opened up quite, quite, quite a can of worms when it comes to shaking hands and showing respect and respecting the opponent. My God, I, I, I didn't think in 2022 we'd be in this place, but here we are again. Thanks, Jawan. Maybe it's because he's from the south side. Ken Levick alive here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3. That means Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, hanging out for a second straight day. Still in the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. He runs this whole crap show. We are in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the warm and Florida E intracoastal. Uh, man. Uh, I, I want to start this off, Theo, because yesterday, you and I got it right, by the way, so yeah. congratulations to us. We got it right. We both said, even though we differed on who is at fault and who ultimately was the most to blame uh, about what happened in Madison, Wisconsin on Sunday, we both said, hey, Juwan Howard, he can take a seat the rest of the regular season. Yeah, it's got to happen. And what happened? Well, the Big Ten and Michigan came together and said, okay, Juwan Howard, you're going to take a seat for the rest of the regular season. It made the most sense. I'm glad that common sense at some point has prevailed. And uh, I think that it's more than fair. We'll see him in the Big Ten tournament where apparently he's going to try and choke out Greg Gard. I'll remember <laughs> this. Okay, Juwan. Uh, but Tom Izzo was asked about the thought that maybe, just maybe, we don't need handshake lines in sports anymore. We don't need to do that. If you want to dap somebody up, you go dap somebody up. You head to your locker room, and it's a a, a done deal. College basketball is one of the few sports any longer where there is an actual handshake line that exists after a game. After a hockey playoff series, you'll see a handshake line. I believe maybe after a college baseball game, you'll see a handshake line. Football doesn't have a handshake line. Uh, College basketball still does. Tom Izzo, old school Tom Izzo, Theo, had it posed to him yesterday to get rid of the handshake line, and here's Tom Izzo's response. The social media world, which you love, and in the national broadcasting talk shows, there are suggestions, silly as they may be, that we should do away with the handshake line. Not this one, by the way. Oh, my God. Have you heard that? Oh, my God, I have. And I do got to comment on that since that's not insulting to anybody. That, to me, would be the biggest farce, joke, ridiculous nature of anything I've ever heard of. We've already taught these poor 18-year-olds that when, when, you know, you're told to go to class and you don't like it, you can leave. We've already told these kids if you're not happy, you can do something else. We've already told these kids that it's hard to hold them accountable. And now we're going to tell them sounds old here. to not yeah. man up and walk down a line on somebody who's kicked your butt and have enough class 
to shake their hand is utterly ridiculous. So if the president said it, I think he's full of it. If the best coach in America said it, I think that gets me way more than this incident because we're already teaching these kids nothing. And then we're going to do something like that. I think that is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. If that's what we've come to, shame on whoever said it. In my humble opinion, I got to make sure I say in my opinion because we're all allowed to have an opinion now. So in my opinion, that is asinine. So needless to say, Tom Izzo is a fan of handshakes. Yeah, yeah, he loves the handshake. I mean, the dap, the pound, he's, a, he's a, all about the handshake. And, and, and make them shake hands. Yeah. And you know what? Like Through all of the old gobbledygook in that, the old man, we don't teach them anything, and they can do whatever they want. And what does that mean, we don't teach them anything? Who is, whose fault is that right, thing? Right. And, and also, too, like, <laughs> there were a lot of, if you don't like your class, you can just go, you can leave class. No, that, that's been a thing for all of us. It's called, like, drop ad. If you don't like your class, you just leave, and you add another class. No, he meant leave the school. Okay. Fine. Is that what he meant? Because he said he class. He made it seem like it was class, though. Like, no, I mean, education. I've been told that. Like, oh, if you're okay. not going to show up to class and show up to practice, you might as well just leave. Like, like you're good on, but leaving. that's been since like the beginning of time. It people, has. people leave classes. Yeah, that's yeah. We did. This generation didn't invent that. Right. That didn't come with TikTok. Right. I don't think nowadays. In it's just easier to blame the Gen Zers though. Okay. Yeah. And and the millennials. <laughs> I do like to blame the Gen Zers though. That's fun. It's easy. But <laughs> nowadays they'll send GAs, and I I I speak from experience. They'll send GAs, and they GAs, and they look through the window, and they check you off. They make sure you're in class. Yeah. They're called class checkers. Okay, so That's then what is appropriately named? That is a good name, yeah. by the way. I don't know how Not very much, creative, but well, you know, they probably workshopped it a bit. A lot of different <laughs> names came up in class checkers. They're like, go with that one. <laughs> but my thing is too, like, why? What does that have to do with the handshake line? Like, he's just as, now he's he's yeah. being old guy on the porch right there. He does sound like old guy on the porch. Now, what I will, what I do agree with him through all that crust that we just heard from him. What I do agree with, and he said within that, and it wasn't part of this clip. Um, but he said that he thinks a handshake line is where you learn about the character of the person that you just played. And he made reference to Wellington's own Trent Frazier, who plays for Illinois and stayed an extra year when he didn't have to. He could have gone pro, and he hit the game-winning shot against Michigan State in East Lansing uh, a week and a half ago. And Tom Izzo said that's where I got to tell him, hey, I wish you were gone for my coaching sake, but I'm glad for the league you stuck around because you're a warrior. And so I, I get that point. Like if you if you play, and this is just me. If you play somebody, and you guys whoop each other's ass for 40 minutes or four quarters, whatever. I do like the thought of being able to dap that person up after and say, "Hey, good game," and walk off. You don't need to say anything other than that. You just walk off. So through all that crust, and he made sure that he sounded as old man as possible yeah. in that. I think. I think I agree with Tom Izzo when it comes to handshakes. Now, the question is, do you have to have a handshake line to do it? Because you look at the NFL, Tom Brady, what's he famous for with Nick Foles? Just walking off. Blew him off twice. Yeah. You know? Like, just because it's something you did in college doesn't mean it carries over into the pros. But we're having this conversation based off of Juwan Howard. And then, on the other side of all of this, though, what was the most annoying Rule change in the entire NFL this year. The taunting. Yeah. 
Uh, the taunting. Marcus Spears actually was discussing this on SportsCenter. Marcus Spears was asked what the one singular rule change needs to be for the NFL going into next season, and he got into it right away. What's the one rule change you'd like to see the NFL make? Taunting, Kev, get rid of it. Throw it in the trash can, okay? Throw it at the bottom of whatever body of water you're standing close to because this is a part of the game. And I argued this during the season at that crazy, crazy ton call in the Pittsburgh game. I can't even remember it because I was so mad. But the bottom line is you talk noise during the game. It's a part of the entertainment element. And we all have a healthy respect for each other. Just throw the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty flag if it goes too far. But guys talking, getting in each other's face, I don't have a problem with that. And I know I'm a former player. I know I'm sitting here as a guy that talks noise to other guys. But I'm telling people, and I want America to know, that it's not personal. 98% of the time, it's not personal. you just in the moment. You're talking noise. You're going back and forth. The taunting penalty, to me, is the problem. Because it also brings in discretion. It brings in a threshold from these referees. Like, one will allow this one week, the other one will hate it, and he'll throw a flag on it. So these guys are also in the middle of no man's land trying to understand how far they can go getting caught up in the moment. So taunting needs to go, Kev. You know throw what? it in the bottom of whatever body of water you can find. Thank you for saying that. And I think that what it comes down to is a discussion now about sportsmanship. How much of it do we actually want? While I'm okay with, uh, hey, college basketball, go shake that dude's hand. I don't care how rough things got during the game. I also know as a viewer and as a fan, I more like guys talking. I like guys getting each other's faces. Oh, yeah. I like pimping home runs. I like that stuff. I, I think that, I mean, I enjoy guy hitting a three. Steph Curry, not Ooh, even looking at it as he that, goes through. That's disrespectful as hell, right? That's, that's disrespectful I as think, hell. Is there anything in your life that you can do as confidently as Steph Curry takes a corner three-pointer? Because it's <laughs> not like it's a 100% shot. It's like a 60% yeah. shot for him maybe when yeah. it's wide open. That's crazy to even say. Well, for him to shoot it and then turn around, I mean, we've only caught him miss one of those like maybe once or twice. Right. He's done that like almost 100 times. It is insane. Right. When you're launching from the half-court logo and turning around and oh pipping it. Oh, my God. I mean, that's big. I, I like that stuff. That's it, lovely. It's so degrading to the defender. Yeah. And yes. And yes. you know what? That makes it fun. Yes. I, I, I hate to say it, and that's a great word, Stone. Degrading the opponent is fun to see. It is. <laughs> that's, that is why this revolution in baseball, let the guys have fun, it's good. Hey, you want to hit a ball 557 feet? Celebrate it, bro. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to calmly drop your bat and jog around the bases. And if you don't do that, fear taking a fastball to your ribs next time up. No, bro. I beat you. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you about it. I like sports that way. I get what Tom Izzo is saying, and I get we're talking about it because it was college basketball related and his direct rival, and things turned dirty because Jawan Howard couldn't keep his temper under control, but. If I could sacrifice a handshake line for more guys having fun and letting the opponent know about it when they get beat, I got to be honest with you. I'm taking the, the guys talking about it. I'm taking the guys making sure the opponent knows I beat you, even if that means it's not the most savory lesson that's being taught. 
Let's talk about sportsmanship because Tom Izzo, boy, I mean, Theo, he was passionate oh, yeah. about it. He, he couldn't wait. He, he got could not wait. full crusty old man on that. Are sports more fun for you with more or less sportsmanship? Are sports more fun for you with more or less sportsmanship? Does it mean an awful lot to you to see guys shake hands after the game, to make sure that everybody's buddy, buddy, pal, pal, showing respect after the game, heading to the locker room, clean slate, or does it mean more to you to see guys during the game, see women during the game, kicking ass and making sure that the opponent knows about it, pimping that home run, tossing that bat, throwing up the three-point sign, not looking at your launched three-pointer. In Mm. football, make a big hit, stand over him for a couple of seconds, score a touchdown, get in his face, tell him, I went up over the top, I took that ball from you. Are sports better for you, more fun for you, with more or less sportsmanship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Now, I have a feeling here, Theo, what's going to happen is this is going to break down along generational lines. Yeah, well, I think there's going to be some generational lines. I think there's going to be some... I hate to say it, but some racial lines. Some racial, like, cultural lines. I already know there's like probably like a 56-year-old white guy that's dying to call in right now to be uh, <laughs> to be mad that Tyreek Hill threw up the peace sign in the uh, in the playoffs. You probably. know, like probably. I, I can just see it happen. You no, know, you're right. I think you're right, and I don't think that that's a stretch to say that. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, let's be clear. When it comes to baseball, you know who's led the charge in the hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how badly I beat you, and I'm not gonna worry about taking a fastball into my midst next time up it's the hispanic ball players yeah and tim anderson and tim anderson Anderson. and tim anderson right tim anderson who hates baseball yeah who actually doesn't watch baseball or care about baseball outside of what he does with the white Sox. you're exactly right uh but but uh, listen sports are more fun when the opponent is telling the person they just beat i got you i got you i mean friday night lights you're the absolute person to go to on this because you're just coming off of a successful college football career and you played the most prominent position on the field, quarterback. I, I mean, for you, was there ever a guy or ever any games where a player or things got chippy and you just refused to shake hands? And then two, like what type of – I feel like you talked a little bit. I definitely talked a little bit and and no, it, it – I definitely talked a little bit, and I got myself into some trouble. We were playing a, <laughs> we knocked off, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I held, that. I held myself back a little bit, but I'm undersized, right? And I, and I'm mm-hmm. a lot less heavier than most of the guys out there. So I always felt the need, Napoleon syndrome, call it what you want. Always felt yeah. the need to let them know when I when I was successful. But we beat North Dakota State, which was the number one team in the country, and we beat the second team in that the strongest conference in FCS. And in that post game interview. I had mentioned we're we're hanging these fish on our wall like almost big game fishing like mm. we, we just we caught a couple let's big go, fish. Stone. I like that. We need to dig up that interview. Let's go. We could. Well, well, then what had happened was <laughs> was this when you still had the long hair? Nah. Uh-huh. Oh no, no, no. I was bald. Because uh, it would have been more badass if you yeah, still had the long hair. Yeah, if he did hair. that, then he like let his, his yeah, hair yeah, flow. Yeah, yeah. He like his hair a little flip. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that been dope. So then what happened was we saw the then number one ranked team in that conference, and my I got sacked the first time I got sacked. 
two or three dudes in my face reeling in the fishing rod. Oh. And, and so it, yeah. at that moment, it was like, you you got to suit up. Like, see, it's time to go. You can't let this stuff, happen. It, it was that's awesome. Good, you got to respect that. Respect the hell out of it. And we went down to the wire, and they ended up beating us pretty bad. So And, and they let me know right after, <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. How did did they you go down you to the wire, the wire, or did they beat it, you bad? It was like we had a chance in the fourth quarter, and then, like, turnover, and then they, they blew it out. Like oh, okay, so yeah, it was like yeah. like five six minutes left. They blew it out. The score wasn't indicative of like the score was the not game. indicative. Was it a pick six? Did you throw a pick six? <laughs> uh, he did, he said you notice he said turnover. <laughs> yeah, he didn't turnover. say yeah. fumble. He uh-huh. didn't he, he didn't say interception. You know he said turnover. Means. It just happened, uh-huh. right? And then it's uh, whatever. And then, <laughs> and then as soon as I got on social media after the game, it was gifts about fishing, and it was reporters, <laughs> and then their post came and it was all fishing. But I loved it. Like I, I can't wait that. to see y'all again. Guess what? We saw him in the quarterfinal. See that stuff is fun, and there that's not good. Sportsmanship. That's that's daunting. That is that's taunting. talking trash. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. Like Tom Izzo, I I understand what he's saying. And there's something that tugs at our heartstrings when we see the purity of shaking hands with the opponent after a game, whether it be college basketball or after a seven game NHL playoff series. Like we love that stuff. But if you're gonna sacrifice one for the other, and I'm saying this as a parent of two impressionable young children who at least one of them is going to play sports. Uh, I, I, I would, the lessons taught in little leagues with sportsmanship, I'm fine with relying on those to carry on into the college and pro levels. Because honestly, once you hit 18, you're a legal adult. Handle yourself how you're going to handle yourself. Just, mm-hmm. be, just be prepared to pay the consequences. Yeah. Right? And I think another thing, and that's the excuse a lot of people like to use, is, oh, the kids are watching that. Mm-hmm. The kids are going to be impressed. by. So first rule of thumb here, if the guy on TV has more influence over your kid than you do, that's a problem. then I think we need to be addressing your parenting skills, right? Because of course it's just like kid, the video game conversation. Yeah, yeah, the video yeah, Oh, if he plays too much Grand Theft Auto He's going to go murder someone. Yeah, He's like, going <laughs> to kill a series of prostitutes. <laughs> like, okay. All right. So first off, get your kids away from the prostitutes. Maybe you won't be able to kill them. Uh, but also, I think, again, that's just a safeguard. That's what people use. Just like with the... A lot of topics in America, people will use something when they really mean another thing. Uh-huh. Oh, you're impressed. So be able to control your own kids. Also, on top of that, though, like there's no way you should be offended as an adult who is a a, a passerby, a, 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 a spectator watching one guy do it to another. Like who's really on their couch, you know, getting up in the fits because guys are reeling in stone, other than his parents and family and friends. Which they probably like it, too. Yeah, it's yeah. probably cool, but, like, reeling him in with a fishing rod, like, that's – it's kind of epic. It's kind of, like, cool to see, and it's yeah. cool to have that kind of banner back and forth. And then they could dap each other up after the game. I don't know. Did you dap them Oh, up? we definitely did. It, yeah. it smiles on I mean, our that's faces. That's the thing. Like, because you were you, – nobody told you you had to do that. You didn't line up to do it. You just went You did. just did it. Respect. There's a mutual respect. If there's a mutual respect after the game, go dap that person up. But I'll give you an example. A couple of weeks ago, FAU basketball had a game against Old Dominion, and FAU beat the all-living hell out of them. Okay? <laughs> and so they got in their mandated handshake line and shook hands, shook hands, shook hands. Turns out that we were on the same flight to our next game as Old Dominion the very next morning. Wow. And one of the Old Dominion players, even despite the handshakes, the respect shown, got on the plane and started trash-talking FAU players who were already on the plane. Mm. So that mutual respect handshake didn't actually mean anything, which means all of that stuff is cosmetic. It doesn't need to happen. If there is a respect, 
then you're going to go up and dap that person up. But there's no point in making it a cosmetic show of, oh, look, there's respect there. Because I saw it firsthand. That dude went down the line after a chippy game and shook everybody's hand. <laughs> and then in public on a plane is talking trash the very next day. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let him know. I'll remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I'll remember that. Uh, what do you find more fun in your sports, more or less sportsmanship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at it always at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Let's get things rolling with Joe in Jupiter. What's up, Joe? Hello, guys. Good Let's morning, go back buddy. a few years to the year 2000, okay. September 24th, week four. <laughs> okay. Do you remember what happened that day? Yeah, I, I have. Is that T.O.? Was it T.O.? Is that, is that the, the, T. the star? T.O. This is the way I wish it still was it without anybody getting hurt. <laughs> T.O. scores early in the game, and then Emmett Smith scores again, runs out to the star, and then T.O. scores again, a fort- and then he runs out to the star and gets – Shellacked by yeah. George Teague. That's a real famous story still to this day in uh, um, in, in the Dallas Fort Worth area. As far as George Teague goes, he always gets asked about, from what I understand. But that is a passion I like to see. And then, of course, eventually we had T.O. on our team, which I was I was excited about. I still remember the day that the trade happened. That was a couple of years later. But um, I like that passion. I, I don't really like for them to be smiling and stuff. Respect each other, but I want them to really want to destroy the other team still. And yes. I'm 51. It's probably not that way for the younger generation, but like you said earlier in the segment, it's probably going to be a generational thing as far as well, what and, and here's the thing, don't. Joe. I'm definitely not the youngest person, and appreciate the call. So <laughs> I still have some of these crusty features to me. Like I, the NBA, I love the NBA. I love the NBA. But it drives me crazy, and it's an irrational its an irrational thought that I have. I'm willing to admit that, but I can't let it go. I hate, in the NBA, all the fraternizing that happens <laughs> before a game and during the course of a season. I hate it. You should I be friends. It. I know. I know, but that's me. That's me being a basketball meatball. That's me being a sports meatball. But you're on the opposing team. I don't want you going on vacation together at the All-Star break. <laughs> I want you to be mad at each other. I want you to be angry at each other. I don't want to see you dapping them up or, or coming up and giving them a hug after the game, especially in a playoff series after game two. Hell no. Walk to your locker room. Yeah. I don't want to see that stuff. It drives me insane. I hate that. But there's no rational reason for me to hate that. But I do because I'm a meatball. Yeah, I, uh, and I, I'm kind of on the fence with this one because sometimes I do think it, look, it looks like it goes a little too far. But at the end of the day for me as a fan, is, as long as I don't think that you're out there like going easy on your guy, because sometimes, you know, when you're like, I grew up with brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we love each other through and through. Best friends, yeah. best buds. When we step on any kind of playing field or court, we try to go it's at on. each other's neck. Sure. And sometimes you have even more passion behind it because you know, oh, if I'm vacationing with this dude, I'm kicking it with this guy, I'm getting on my banana boat in a few weeks with this guy. And if I lose to him, I'm going to hear about it. I got to yeah. hear about it. I don't yeah. know if you remember when uh, Tatum played against Brad Bill. I think that was last year, and he dropped a 50 ball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they're both from St. Louis, yeah. and they're both friendly. 
And uh, Brad, I think Brad said it afterwards, like, you know, I love my guy, but I hate he dropped 50 because now <laughs> he's never going to hear uh, the end of it. It's going to be a miserable offseason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I just, listen, I, I think that I understand what Tom Izzo is saying. And, uh, hey, you want to see guys shake hands after a game. But is it actually meaningful if you're made to do it? J- just because it's happening doesn't mean there's any intent yeah. behind it. It's not going to keep. A, it's not going to send us into the spiral of Jawan Howard incidents of post-game fights if we don't have a post-game handshake. If anything, it's going to eliminate the possibility of that because if there are issues, you don't have guys in close proximity. I mean, what's to stop anybody in a handshake line after they were throwing elbows with someone for forty minutes? From going after that person in a hand. I can't tell you how many times there's been join in a handshake line that I've seen in my 16 years around college basketball. It happens at least three times a year. And especially in Little League as well, like that's where the fight has the biggest chance of brewing up because, and it happened on a team I was on in Little League where everything was cool. We played the game, it was intense. It came down to the end. We get in the handshake line. Uh, Remember, those handshake lines happen like a minute or less after the final buzzer. Yeah. We lost the other team one. We had a hot hand on our team. We go in the handshake line. He has the bright idea to shove a kid in the handshake line on the way out. And, of course, that didn't end well. Right. It just started everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's like those handshake lines, like you said, it's posturing. It's it's, it's yeah. theater. It's to make it look cool. Uh, I think it's more genuine if there weren't handshake uh-huh. lines and afterwards we went over, like in the NFL, like in the NBA, and dab people up and say good game. Do we need handshake lines in sports, at <laughs> least at the college level, the college and the pro level? Yeah. Do we need handshake lines? I get it with Little League, but again, do we need them? Do we need handshake lines? Or do you agree with Tom Izzo that it would be holy hell if we got rid of handshake lines, that it would be asinine, as he said, are your sports more fun with more or less sportsmanship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. Ken LaVica Live presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. It is your path to the sports industry. It is the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, and uh, you could be like Brendan Bordner. He's a Dean's List undergrad at Rutgers, uh, and he's now in the FAU MBA Sport Management Program looking to get a job in sports, and he knows that the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, that is his path into the sports industry, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash sport. How about? Um, a, a young woman who just started with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. She was working part-time at IMG Academy, the famous IMG Academy, where all of these Division One college football stars come out of. Well, she got into the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Sure enough, IMG saw that. Full-time event coordinator, just like that. Oh. Bam. Getting your MBA or even entering the FAU MBA Sport Management Program can do wonders for you. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. When we return, we'll continue to talk Tom Izzo. Do we need handshake lines? Tom Izzo says, uh, yeah. And is your sports more fun with more or less sportsmanship? But also, Aaron Rodgers is at it again. (laughs) He's on Instagram, and he's saying things, and we're thinking things, and uh, one offseason, no different 
from the previous offseason. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. Oh, man. Stone unearthed. Woo! His press conference trash talking in the... What was it? It was the the FCS playoffs. It, it was it was right before, right before the FCS like playoffs. Winning those games kind of got us got, into got, the playoffs. Got Southern Illinois in, and Stone Lebanowitz. This was last year. Yeah, getting cocky at the end of the regular season as Southern Illinois was on the path it. to the FCS playoffs. Do you do you have that by the way? I do. All right, hold on, real quick. Uh, Ken Levick Live presented by. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. All right, so here's Stone Lebanowitz. Last year, this is the 2020 FC, or 2021, I guess, because this yeah. happened in the spring, right? Yeah. 2021 FCS playoffs. Southern Illinois quarterback Stone Lebanowitz with his team rolling, <laughs> heading towards the postseason, already getting cocky. Listen to this. We just took down two big fish. Um, and they're going to be right on our wall, hanging. We'll look back. Wow. Yo, we just took down two big fish, and they're going to be right there on our wall, hanging. Listen to, listen how confident he sounded delivering that, too. Well, how, you must have had a great offensive line. That's what it was. A very good offensive line. Yeah, because you've got to have a good – like, Joe yeah. Burrow's not saying nothing like that. Uh-uh. As cool as he is, he knows better yeah, than yeah. to say something like that before yeah. a game. The um, interviewer or one of the you know reporters asked, would you guys consider yourself a big fish? And I was like, damn right. Like, damn right. <laughs> and, and I went through the game, and I was like, there's no doubt. <laughs> Stone. Oh, but that's when I hyped man. up the guys. That's when I hyped up the old line. Oh, the fans, but the I was like, yeah, we're big fish. Come on with that. This stones is got why, stones, This man. is why, man, like, uh, I want less sportsmanship. Tom Izzo, I, I respect you. I love you, <laughs> and I respect you, but we don't, need, we don't need handshakes. If you respect someone, go dap them up. And see, Stone said that. The next team they played sacked his ass multiple times, taunted him, and then they dapped up after the game. If yeah. it's authentic, great. You don't need to fabricate this respect. Because, again, I've seen plenty of times you get in a handshake line, it doesn't mean a damn thing. Yeah, Because guys it, are still jawing. All it did was just build up our next matchup. Like, see y'all later down the road. And that's what we did. Sports. Are they more fun with more or less sportsmanship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And while I agree, yes, we need respect in sports, do we need handshake lines to force that respect like Tom Izzo thinks? Jay is in Jupiter. What's up, Jay? So Stone, that's Woo. the guy sitting next to you that played yeah. football, right? Yeah. Right to him. Okay, so so real quick, so real quick. Imagine we we just got playing in the game and we're up three touchdowns, right? We up three touchdowns, and yeah. instead of getting in the victory formation, we run it into the end zone. And right after the game is over, I run up to you and I go, Yo, let me explain. Ranked it in there, you don't want to talk to me. You just made that clear. For sure. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make you talk to me. Listen, man, listen. Mm. Let me explain. You like listen. I'm not interested in talking to you. Step off. But I got my hands on you now. Listen, Stone. Let me talk to you. Then he turns into something else. Then on top of that, Ooh. Ken comes over and he's in your face. What do you think this is going to turn into? A brawl. It's a fight. But but for me, per, but for me, I, I like the point. But for me personally, if my boys see that go down, we'll remember that. Like now, now we, I got dudes on my team head hunting mm-hmm. that dude. Whoever came up to me and put their hands on which, me, like, wait, you're a target now. Which, I'm glad you mentioned that next game, because you said that to me when, I, when I'm trying to talk to you. Listen, I, let me explain what happened. You made it short, you made it clear to me. Wait till I see you again. I don't want to talk to you, but wait till I see you again. 
But I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, let me talk to you. And then it turns into something else. Now, the next point that I want to make really quick, Ken, just uh-huh. so you know, sports is entertainment. And the yep. reason why it's entertainment is because of the competition. Yep. We want to see guys lose. And they know we want to see them lose, which yep. is why they stick it to us when they win. So if you got a guy, I'm a, I was always a big fan of Glenn Rice. Yeah. And Glenn Rice was a guy who made it clear that if I got going, you're going to hear about it. Mm. You are absolutely, and you better do something about it. Glenn Rice, he said his trash talk wasn't, wow, man, I really got it going right now. Yeah. No, it was, you better get somebody else over here, or I'm going to put 50 on him. <laughs> that's, and that's competition, and that's what I'm watching it for. I don't want to see guys going through the motions. I want to see guys saying, yeah, I beat your ass. Yeah. Like that, it, it, plain and simple. Like that, that's how sports should be. And Jay, that's a good point. This is entertainment, okay? This is all entertainment. That is all sports is, and appreciate the call, Jay. That is all sports is. Yeah. It's entertainment. And you know what? It's more fun. When guys are going at one another. Yeah. Okay? Not, oh, I hit that ball a long way. Let me scoot around the base paths. <laughs> no. That sucks. That's lame. Okay? And any pitcher who gets offended by that, you're, uh, you're a little insecure about yourself. Also, pitch better. Pitch and you better. Know, yeah. Comes back up, strike him up. Yeah. Strike him up. Pitch better. Also, you're going to win more times than not even against a good batter, so just give him a little dance when you get him yeah. next time. And, and listen, I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to disrespect Tom Izzo, but Tom Izzo is from certainly the days of yesteryear. Yeah, yeah. And that mindset of, oh, everything else has been taken away. Now they're suggesting taking away our handshake line. That's old man talk. Like that's 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 old man talk. If you're a college basketball recruit, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine myself as a 16, 17-year-old. I know Tom Izzo's a great coach. He, he can grow you. I'm not saying that. But, like, man, would you really want to go and play for that guy for three years when you could go play for a guy like a Jawan Howard, like a hey, Kenny Hardaway? You know what, though? Like, he can still recruit, though. He can. I mean, the dude still recruits. I'm not, again, I'm not saying he doesn't do it, and he has a proven track record. And, and the guys, I've talked to former Michigan State players who have the utmost respect for him. I'm just saying, like, personality-wise, it's like, it's like, man, don't sound like that. Like, how does that still attract players in this next generation? But here's, here's what's weird about college basketball. There's a Tom Izzo who you know is confident in his own skin, and you know that he's going to be stubborn when it comes to adapting to the new age. But then there's someone like Jawan Howard who, when the going gets tough, he just starts swiping a guy's skulls. <laughs> and I'm sure Juwan Howard, I mean, Juwan Howard absolutely relates to a wide swath of players. I mean, yeah. that dude that dude can recruit. And he's obviously great in the living room. But I know if I was a if I was a parent, which I am, but certainly not of a college age kid right now, but if I was a parent and I see Tom Izzo, even if I disagree with his thoughts on, oh, the handshake line means so much, I'd see the way he composes himself. And competes compared to Juwan Howard or even a Penny Hardaway where the going gets mm, tough. Nice. And all Penny does is, oh, excuse, excuse, stop asking me those questions. Yeah. Oh, excuse, yeah. excuse, excuse. Like, he he is so soft. Penny Hardaway is so soft. At the, at the inkling of a tough question from media, I'd be like, you know what? I kind of feel like I want to go with the guy that seems a little bit bulletproof, even if he's an old crotchety man. Yeah. How was Jawan Howard in the five five? Did he jaw a lot? Was was he was he a they trash talker? Did. They all did. Yeah, which it, is fine, and that's what made him great. It's because they didn't give a bleep. That was awesome. Good. Yeah, they were that's really why good. they're the best team. Them and UNLV are the best two teams that have ever come together in terms of popularity because they were awesome and they didn't give a bleep. But Jawan Howard needs to realize. 
player Jawan Howard and head coach Jawan Howard have to be in some ways different. Let me ask you this because only you would know. I don't know if me and Theo would know. Would you do you respect how the bad boys did it in their prime? The no, but they were hurting my guy. <laughs> hey, he's but, okay, guy. Thing, I'm really guy. biased because <laughs> they took all they did was take shots and try and injure Michael Jordan. So no, I don't like the way the bad boys did it because them and the early '90s Knicks tried to destroy the game of basketball as we know it. I thought he was really going to ask you about Pistol Pete Maravich or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like the way he set it up, I was like, oh, I he's going to ask him about so, the '50s. Uh, like, Ken, what are your thoughts about Bob Cousy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like when Bob Cousy did the whole dribble and look right. down at the ball thing, right. was that kind of showing up? <laughs> but make no mistake. Mistake. Like Michael Jordan, while the Pistons tried to injure him, and that was their game plan, and the Jordan rules came out with the Knicks where it was injure Michael Jordan. Yeah, There's no other way to say it. Michael Jordan, I mean, you saw the documentary. He looks at especially the Pistons as his indoctrination into championship-level basketball. Mm, respect. So he hated them, but they grew him into what he is. Yeah. So that was a complete lack of sportsmanship, what the Pistons and Knicks did. They tried to ruin the game of basketball. Those two teams, I'm sorry, trash bag teams, the Pistons <laughs> and the Knicks. The, 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 the <laughs> late 80s, early 90s Pistons, bleep them. The early 90s Knicks, bleep them. But they did develop Michael Jordan into the champion or helped build him into the champion that he became, which is all I care about. And Michael Jordan got him back. I mean, where was Isaiah Thomas when the Dream Team came around? Not there. Bye-bye. I don't know why. He's a jerk. <laughs> and also because Michael Jordan said I, I, no. Yeah. Yeah, well, Michael, Michael Jordan, and, then, and that's the great thing about trash talk, about being petty in sports and all of that. Like, the better player gets the final say. Mm-hmm. Like, those, those defensive mm-hmm. ends that got on Stone, uh, they showed them who the big fish they, was. They got the final say. Yeah. And you know what? Stone was fine with it. Yeah, he was fine. It's respect at the end of the day. Now, if I was a Southern Illinois fan and I saw you after the game, in, in a, a, was that a, a playoff game? Or was that a regular season game? It was a regular season game. Oh, okay. I would have been like, hey, why is my quarterback who was talking trash this week, you know, why is he dapping up the opposing team? That's just me. I'm a football meatball. After the game, though, it's like I, I do love to see it. That's why I really like it in the um, in the NFL and even in the NBA. Like, I do like to see, like in, like you said, like Tom Brady stood up Nick Foles. Like, I do twice. like to see twice. I like to see the genuine, like, hey, that was great. Like, especially from like guys no. like Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, no, goal. and I'm I'm joking on that. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with what. And, and then Stone balled out in the postseason. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we saw that team and had a 12 point lead in the fourth and blew it and lost. And they went oh. to the national championship. Was that the game after so you I'm glad you brought it up. Winning. Thanks a lot. But is that the game after you threw the game winning touchdown pass into the corner? It was. Yeah. It was directly it was. after. I reported on that after you did that. What a stud, man. Yeah. What a stud. But so there's no point. There's no, I had no point. I mean, uh, there's uh, no doubt that the highest point of Stone's life is now. Uh, being a part of this show. For sure. Easily. Not football hero, but being yeah. a part of this catastrophe hey, I'm every not, day. I'm not lying. Easily. We're the big fish now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We're putting you up on our wall, Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. Chris is in the car. Chris is on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Chris. I have listened to this nonsense bashing the New York Knicks in the 90s. That's what real basketball is. Just because you're a football. <laughs> hey, guy. Hey, is this? Doesn't even like pizza. The right, doesn't even know how to eat pizza properly. This is weird. got a slop. You don't understand. Hey, this sounds like a, uh, the head football coach of Fort Pierce Westwood, leader of young men, uh, Chris Coquel. Uh, hey, Coquel, uh, enjoy your OB Toppin Slam Dunk Contest <laughs> Championship. That's all you're getting. Okay. 
listen, we own the NBA now. The slam dunk contest <laughs> is the most integral part of the NBA, and it's at home at the Mecca, Ken, at the Garden. Put up so a banner. Don't ever talk bad about Derek Harper again. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, oh since you are in here, though, you may be able to serve a purpose for the first time. Uh, we've been talking about sportsmanship oh. in, in sports because Tom Izzo's, ah, Keep our handshake line. It's oh. preposterous if we get rid of it. I know where Coquel is going and on this. I mean, you are you are Mr. Youth Sports, and we give Coquel a lot of crap, but he has been so good to a lot of young men especially and given them opportunities that maybe they wouldn't give otherwise. No doubt. I say that for me, sports, I like respect after the game and in the game if it's organic. If you force it, it loses the message. Where do you stand on this handshake line thing? Oh, it needs to go away. I mean, germs and posts anyway, and then they're <laughs> hugging each other. Like, get off with the handshake line. <laughs> All right, I've, I've seen enough. No one wants a handshake. And then as a head coach, my job at the handshake line is basically to stand there and stare and make sure the two knuckleheads are probably my best players. Uh, is he breaking up? Uh, he... Just wave across the field and keep uh, Coquel, you're breaking up. That is the perfect synopsis of Chris Coquel on the radio. Uh, Coquel, we appreciate it. But <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is make sure that his two best players don't get caught up in any crap after exactly. the game in a handshake. Line. Now, I was going to mention that because in these college basketball games, in the line, there really is only maybe nine to ten kids yeah, yeah, who yeah, are yeah. like deserving of dapping each other up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, he took that a whole other direction. Yeah, than sure I but that was Coquel's point. Like, There's only three or four guys you probably have to worry about and the rest can congratulate each other for going yeah. to war. The other ones are just dapping but up, no sweat. On a football field, you're talking about maybe 30 or so guys that are deserving, in Stone's opinion, yeah. of dapping somebody else Stone's, up. Special teams, offense, defense. Stone's like, like, yo, my backup QB is not deserving to right, dap anybody right. up. You, you sit stay there, on the sideline, You hack. hold that clipboard. <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm, a good, like a good boy. Well, okay, <laughs> do not do me like that. But, like, he doesn't come to the middle of the field after the game. Like, who's he going to dap up? A kid, Maybe a kid he oh. played with in high school. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I Who, feel you, but I feel like it's still he should be able to dap people up. I mean, he doesn't want Why to. Why are you gatekeeping the dap? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, pick alive on ESPN 106.3. Again, listen to us on the free ESPN app, and you can check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast. It is free. Ken Levick Alive podcast and on Tuesdays. That means Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Hey, welcome back in Tuesday here on Ken LaVica Live. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He's Stone Labanowitz. Friday Night Lights. We need... To discuss the story that is going to take over our entire week now. The man who's going to take over our entire week. The bad man. The bad man. And Stone, we're going to have to connect some dots here <laughs> as we do. We're going to have to circle the globe and try and find artifacts that point us in the right direction as to what the future is going to be. Nicholas Cage, though. Time now. Well, Tom Hanks style. Okay. More. It is time now for a segment we like to call the DeLambo Code. Aaron Rodgers took to Instagram last night, Theo, with a cryptic message. And it's long. 
I mean, good God, is it long, mm. which is a disaster for those of us in sports talk radio because then we have to read it. <laughs> so let's go piece by piece. Hashtag Monday Night Gratitude for some incredibly special people in my life with some pictures from the last beautiful year. Shailene Woodley. Thanks for letting me chase after you the first couple of months after we met and finally letting me catch up to you and be a part of your life. Thanks for always having my back, for the incredible kindness you show me and everyone you meet, and for showing me what unconditional love looks like. I love you, and I'm grateful for you. To the men I got to share the quarterback room with every day, Matt, Nathaniel, Luke, Jordan Love, and Kurt Benkert. You guys make every day so much more fun, and I'm so thankful for the daily laughs and stress relief you brought me every week of the year. I love you guys. To the Friday crew, Randall Cobb, David Bakhtari. I loved every moment we got to spend together this year. Your love and support was overwhelming, and I cherish the friendships I have with each of you. To my teammates, past and current, you're the icing on the beautiful cake we call our job. Football, the friendships that we will transcend our collective time in in this game, and I'm so thankful for the role that each of you have played in making my life that much better. I love you guys and cherish the memories we've made. To everyone else, spread love and gratitude, you beautiful people, and read a book once in a while, too, while you're at it. Love and peace, Aaron Rodgers. So, very dramatic, very emotional. Does this mean he's retiring? <laughs> wait, hold on. I, the, I That's think, all I care about! But, but, Ken, why did he tell us to read a book at the end of that? Because... That was like a slight flex at the end. Yeah, yeah. You guys don't read books like me. I yeah. read books. Like, again, he can't do anything right. Like, what was that? That hey, was very Kyrie Theo, of him. Read a book. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that wasn't even like scotch or bourbon drunk like he likes to drink. That was wine drunk with all the beautifuls in there. Yeah. Oh. Because I, I, I queried on Twitter how much scotch triggered that wistful Instagram post. It was softer but than Stone, scotch. you're right. It, that is not because scotch, you can probably get a little aggressive yeah. on scotch. That is a wine post. There's too many beautifuls in there for it not to. <laughs> it's a red wine post. Yes, it is. Stone so, is right on with that. Is he retiring? So somebody else said, uh, I think this is like a Packers report. I can't find who said it, but the last picture, he's it's, he's it's, supposed to be in the middle. It's Randall Cobb and it's um, uh, Devontae, Adams. Devontae Adams. And usually Aaron Rodgers stands in the middle, apparently. This is what yeah, I yeah, read. Stands no, he between them for the anthem. He does. And he's not in the photo so here's of the them question. standing for the anthem in that one. Oh, we're connecting the dots. It's the DeLambo code. Wow. Did he get? Did he Photoshop himself out of it, or Ooh. is this a picture that he found? I've seen that picture. Gone? He's definitely in that picture. Wow. So this is this is very intentful, and it was the it's last like photo. It's like Back to the Future when they start disappearing from the photos. Or like the Avengers. No, is it? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's, the, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the Avengers. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I think we're on to something. You connect the dots. The New Testament to the Old Testament to the photo to the words to the wine to the wait, beautiful. Wait, wait. I, I got the U.S. Constitution here. I think there's something written on the back of it. Look at the preamble. Aaron Aaron Rodgers is dot, dot, dot. There's got to be another clue. My God, or the words <laughs> disappeared already. Aaron Rodgers is retiring. Mm. You heard it here first. <laughs> what is, is that an Aaron Rodgers retirement message? Uh. It's so final. But 
Here's what I feel like this all shapes up to, though. He's scheduled to join Pat McAfee, I believe, like five minutes from now, unless our Aaron Rodgers insider marketing director, Courtney, is completely wrong, because the show's till three, so he very well could join it, too. Mm -hmm. But Aaron Rodgers could have just posted that so that he could get on Pat McAfee today and say, oh, everybody pays too much attention to me. Everybody reads into what I'm trying to do. He could be pulling a Kyrie. Yeah, because, again, he likes to be the smartest guy in the room. He wants... Everybody to think that he is he is superior to them. Stop paying attention to, to everything I say. Everybody's always focusing on what I say. I was just expressing gratitude and reading a book. <laughs> I promise you that's what could happen. I promise you that there's about an 85% chance of that happening today. But I will say this. I sure as hell think that reads like a retirement message for normal people. Yeah, right? yeah. If he was a normal guy, but also yeah. he could be trying to drive up ratings for the Pat McAfee show because I mean they're not they're not making any money. No, right, no, right now, yeah, right? they, yeah. they they really the need the help. Yeah, they need the attention <laughs> and the help. Uh, and one more thing off of this: so are him and Shailene Woodley together or not? Figuring it out. They're figuring it out. I have no idea because well, he has a picture with her, right? Yeah, that reads like they're still together. But I wouldn't put it past Aaron Rodgers to be the type of weirdo that breaks up with a woman and then sends out an appreciation post for the time they had together. Kanye Even though West nobody style. asked for that. Yes, Kanye, yes. And is he normal? No. no. <laughs> but he's got the Monday Night Gratitude going. I'm so confused. Is Aaron Rodgers retiring? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Based off of that novel I read that reads like a book, Aaron, is Aaron Rodgers retiring? 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.